0: Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy B, podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times. And in today's episode, I have a man named Easy. Easy, right? You know what I'm saying? He is trained in hypnotherapy. He's been helping people for a while now. And we're going to do a deep dive into hypnotherapy in general, but more specifically, as well, how it impacts the lives of people with sexual integrity issues, namely porn addiction, masturbation, this kind of stuff. It's pretty amazing. And just so that you know, I recently started doing hypnotherapy myself for other reasons, for sleep stuff, and it's been incredible. I really love it. It's legitimate, as legitimate as they come, and he's a legit dude. You're going to want to hear this episode because Not only does hypnotherapy help with things like addictions, but also even with physical ailments, with chronic health issues that you might be facing. So please learn up on hypnotherapy and let's have a wonderful conversation. Listen up to my brother, Izzy Akpan from Kingston, New York. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to dive into a place that has been around for a while, and I'm sure many of you have heard of it, but I'm sure few of you have practiced it, have tried it, and have spent very much time learning about it. So we wanted to do a deep dive into hypnotherapy, and we have a great captain at the helm of this conversation. His name is Easy Akpen. I have a hard time saying Easy because it sounds too good to be true, but that's your name. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, welcome, welcome. First of all, just welcome. And where are you calling from? I'm in Kingston, New York. Kingston, New York. And so basically we became aware of Easy through a connection with Uncle David Wolfenberger. And he wanted to let us know how impactful hypnotherapy has been already for some high noon participants in their journey towards sexual integrity and getting rid of porn from their life. This is something I've been interested in for a long time, so... I wanted this to be a discovery for everybody, regardless of what they think they know, into the depths of what is hypnotherapy, the power of it, what its potential is. And yeah, are you ready to get into this? Yes, yes. my side. <laughs> Fantastic. So let's first get into the topic of hypnotherapy, and then let's get into the topic of you as a person. So starting with, what is hypnotherapy? Where did it come from? Is it just for quacks and kooks or is it like a serious thing for real people or what is this thing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, hypnotherapy is a serious thing for everybody. Of course, in short, hypnotherapy is a technique or a therapeutic technique that when people are on that eat, they relax. As they relax their mind, seems to calm down and bring them through the techniques into an altered state of mind or consciousness. And based on that, people sometimes feel like they are sleeping, that they are not sleeping, they are really awake. And mm-hmm. hypnotherapy mostly works with the subconscious mind. So you will be hearing me talking mostly about the subconscious mind. Some people call it unconscious mind. Some people call it subconscious mind. So they are different names, but I would really stick to subconscious mind.
0: Okay. And it's, well, so you brought up the word altered states of mind. And so that usually is reserved for drugs, alcohol, right? You kind of are less capable. You lose your motor skills and that, but... I'm guessing the altered state of mind that you're talking about is, it's weird because it's kind of like you're asleep, but in a sense, you're hyper lucid. You're very cognitively aware. It's not like somebody can take advantage of you in that state. But what is the difference between our normal state of day-to-day wakeness while we're awake, while we're functioning in society, and the state of mind that you would be in during hypnosis? What's the difference?
1: Yeah, in hypnosis, as we are talking now, we are using what we call the conscious mind, which in terms of our brain level, we are in the better brain level. So hypnosis is a process that we leave this better mind, the conscious mind, and we start descending into the alpha mind. And when we are in alpha mind, our state of consciousness is getting lower, like going to sleep it become less, and then from alpha state of mind, or we go into the theta state of mind where there is lucid dream, like when we are going into the process of sleeping, and then we go into delta state of mind. So actually, hypnosis really happens when you are in alpha or theta state of where your brain is functioning in that level. By this time, you are completely relaxed. So, if you remember how you go to bed, you lie down, and suddenly your brain starts relaxing and relaxing. Certain point, you are aware of what is going on. At a point, you completely get into full sleep. So, this is very similar to the process of hypnosis.
0: Got it. So. It's interesting that you can be basically asleep, but you're not asleep. And so is this a natural state? Because it seems like it wouldn't serve any other purpose other than hypnosis, right? Yes. (laughs) What's the natural reason for us being able to reach that state?
1: When Frank Mester started talking about hypnosis, he was saying that he's using an evolved magnet to make people to sleep. But later on, Dr. James Braid came and discovered that when people are in hypnosis, they are relaxing. And when they are relaxing, they could easily receive any suggestion. And that suggestion is what changed them. So it's easy when I give suggestion to you in this cognitive level is very difficult for the suggestion to go into the subconscious mind. But when you are in that state that literally your conscious mind subsided, like become quiet, and the critical mind also become quiet, that suggestion when giving can go into the subconscious mind naturally. And when that suggestion given goes into the subconscious mind, that is when change happens, that is when healing happens.
0: Okay. And so it seems like the frontal lobe, which is like our analytical brain, that acts somewhat as a guard towards our subconscious mind. So if somebody were to be like, oh, you can break free from porn, then your analytical mind is, well, evidence suggests that that's not possible because we've tried many times before and it didn't work. And it's kind of like a lawyer. And so in a sense, would you say that hypnotherapy kind of lulls the lawyer to sleep so that you can receive new ideas, new suggestions, something like that? Yes. So what happened is that in the process of
1: hypnosis, we use different techniques. There are different techniques of calming the body down, calming the brain down, so that the conscious mind, that's as you're saying, with the critical mind that is saying, oh no, this is not possible, you can't do this, seems like it's like a barrier, and they seem to give away. So when they move out of the way, that suggestion will then go into the subconscious mind. But it's not only one time, this process of suggestion, either auto-suggestion or what we call self-hypnosis, that person or individual has to repeat the process over and over and over until the subconscious mind said, this is the new way. This is the new thing we now know. Okay, I'm with you. I'm going along with you. Then the subconscious mind now take over to guide you to keep focusing on that goal of not turning back to be looking at the pornography, but sticking on what you have decided to change. So that is the method that hypnosis used in helping people to overcome any addiction.
0: And what I remember hearing is that you cannot receive a suggestion that you don't want to receive. Because there's always that concern for the newbies out there that somebody could brainwash them into acting in a way that they don't want to through hypnosis. So is that true that there has to be some sort of desire for that suggestion in order for it to really sink in and permeate into something that would form into a habit or a belief? Yes.
1: So what happened is that as a hypnotherapist, people are afraid that you are going to control their mind. In hypnosis, as hypnotherapists, you don't control nobody's mind because your mind is very alert, very keen of listening and hearing everything that the hypnotherapist is saying. You are not asleep. This is the state that your mind is very, very active to hear what you are saying. So if I say any suggestion to you that you don't like, You can refuse not to accept it. But if I say positive suggestion, you will be willing to accept because that is what the subconscious mind was waiting for. And as hypnotherapies, clinical, there is a stage hypnotherapies, they do all this stuff in the TV. And people, they said, you know, back like dog and flip wings like chicken. No, I'm not trained to do that. I was trained in the Hypnosis Motivation Institute in California as a clinical hypnotherapist. And in medical field, there is a oath of do no harm. So my goal is to do no harm or say any negative suggestion to my clients that will affect the clients. My goal is to give my clients positive affirmation or positive suggestion. And when the clients take in that positive suggestion into the subconscious mind, when the door is open, then the subconscious mind is going to say, yes, I will accept this. But one law of the subconscious mind is repetition over and over and over and over in order for that to become autopilot in that subconscious mind to start acting on it. Also now there is this neuroplasticity, because before we thought that the brain, when you do something, you can never change. But now with the new technology, with science improvement, there is a pathway that when you start repeating something over and over, a new pathway in your brain is formed. And as you keep repeating, that pathway becomes open and
0: open. And then you can be able to achieve your goal. So, yeah. um, yeah. And I also wanted to just double back because I wanted to understand subconscious mind. You mentioned that in the beginning. Because one cool thing that I remember learning is that meditation is like sleep for the mind because you allow it to just rest from all of the busyness of life. Because when you're asleep, your mind isn't asleep you're still able to hear all sorts of noises and understand them. It's just that your conscious brain is more asleep, although it's still kind of active in dream state and all that. But in terms of the subconscious mind, if it's always on and we don't consult it because we have noises and lights and all that stuff that we can't possibly perceive simultaneously, but our subconscious mind is ingesting all this information, what is the purpose of this? thing, the subconscious mind, like you just said that it wants positive information and affirmation. So is the ultimate goal of our subconscious minds to lead us towards happiness? What is its main objective?
1: Yeah. So one thing, yeah, let me clarify that a little bit about subconscious mind. Subconscious mind is like a field, is like a ground, it's like a farm. So you have two types of seed. One is a seed that will produce poisons, and one seed will produce good. So you plant and two seeds start to growing and produce what meant was to be produced. So subconscious mind, if you give negative affirmation, the subconscious mind take it and produce whatsoever the negative things you want. If you give positive association, <laughs> or affirmation, the subconscious mind take it and produce what you want positively. So one thing is that it does not discriminate. It doesn't say, "Oh, this is bad, I don't need it. This is good, I don't need it." You give positive, you take it. You get negative, you take it. So the point is for the individual to decide that I need to feed my subconscious mind with positive affirmation or suggestion for the change to happen. So. Another point is that subconscious mind, like you mentioned, meditation. So, what happened in meditation is the same thing that happened in hypnosis, that happened in sleep. As I said before, we are always in the better level, which is conscious mind, like we are now. But when you go to sleep or when you are doing meditation or when you are in hypnosis, the process starts taking you down from theta brainwave to alpha brainwave. You continue calming your body, calming your mind, focusing your mind on one thing or just letting it just relax. And then you move from alpha brainwave to theta brainwave in meditation, in hypnosis, in sleeping. And then later on, it keep going down to the delta brain wave. That is when you have, like in theta brain wave is where you have the elusive sleep. So people who do meditation are using the same process like people who are under hypnosis. The point is that in meditation, you have to take like five years, 10 years, I don't know, 20 years to become guru in meditation, that you can just slow down your wave to the level you want. But in hypnosis, it can take five minutes, it can take 10 minutes, it can take 15, 20, depending on you, depending on the hypnotherapies and the techniques using to bring you into the calmness that you can experience this state that your body is quiet, your mind is quiet, why now the subconscious mind comes in. So the point is in hypnosis, the stage hypnosis make hypnosis to be, look like a fake thing, look like jokes, yes. funny. What I realize is that the superconscious mind is the next mind to the define, to the super intelligent, to God. This is the next level. When you get into your subconscious mind, the next level, you can immediately be connected to the divine. So when people are just shouting and talking and saying all sorts of things that you can achieve this, do that, do that, they're just talking on the conscious level and for you to I mean, get that... Thing, like motivational
0: speaker kind of people? Yes.
1: Yes. For that type, for you to take any serious action that information need to enter into the subconscious mind. Got it. And when it enter there and take root, yeah. but what we can call like to become pregnant, the subconscious mind, unless it become impregnated with that concept and saying, yes, this is the goal. I accept it, I take it,
0: then you see the result. Okay. Yeah. And so sounds like this is the process. A good hypnotherapist will help an individual to slow down their brain waves into a state where they're really susceptible to receiving new information that can get past their logical centers, their critical centers, and just start feeding the subconscious mind, which ultimately is like the strings that guide the ship of your life, but it takes repetition. And so after repetition, what kind of results can people experience through hypnotherapy?
1: Yeah. So that means that people can resolve their issues. People can resolve whatsoever their way. Like what? Uh, what issues? Oh, oh, okay. So in my <laughs> case, people have come with the insomnia, not being able to sleep. But then it says through the process of hypnosis, they are able to sleep. Another thing I want to mention at this point is that hypnosis has been scientifically proven to resolve so many health issues medically that some of the issues medical or medicine or other things couldn't resolve. And I have a client who just came to me in November. She couldn't sleep in more than three years. And she sleep like they periodically, wake up and then couldn't sleep and sleep, wake up, couldn't sleep. But after six weeks of one hour every week, now she completely can be able to sleep. So hypnosis helps also in people who don't who want to stop smoking. So that is a very short, quick something to fix. They use hypnosis for people who want to stop smoking, have used it, and people who want to lose weight. The whole thing is being able to send that information under hypnosis to the subconscious mind. And when once the subconscious mind takes it, things start changing. I had a client who has a digestive issue. And then after I worked for her for a long time because she had a lot of trauma. So after almost six months, completely resolved. She had the incontinent and completely gone away. She was able to stand up, use the restroom, come back. So Hypnosis have a lot of issues. One thing I mentioned was trauma. If you check my website, you will see that I had become a satisfied trauma professional in helping people who like PTSD. So what happened also is that all addiction because of childhood trauma. So. If we are talking about alcoholism, we are talking about pornography, we are talking about what the drugs, abuse, and any form of addiction to smoke, to eat, and any type of addiction, what happens is we go back to find the cause. Another thing I want to clarify is hypnotherapies help you in discovering the cause of oh, your is. problem, the root, because pornography is a symptom, it's a yeah. fact. Is the result of something. So in all cases with any of our clients, we always go to first discourse which we call the presenting issue. We go back to childhood. We try to use what happened and question and discuss and really the client will now discover this is the root cause of this symptom. And when once the client discovered the root cause of this symptom, we start working on the root cause. There are different therapeutic techniques used by psychologists. The top psychologists in the country, they use the same method. And then the psychologists, they use the same hypnosis. They won't tell you in the office they are doing hypnosis, (laughs) but they are using hypnosis because they have been trained. That hypnosis is the best way to get to the root cause of the issue and resolve the root cause. So it's it's like the tree. You want the tree to die? You cut the tree, it's not going to die because the root is there. So what happens is you have to dig and uproot the tree from the root and Mm -hmm. then the tree will die. So if you want to stop pornography, alcohol, drugs, any type of addiction, we have to first of all discover the root. What is yeah. the root? Tell me the root if you don't tell me, and then we're going to talk about it until sometimes the subconscious mind bring it up because what happened is that we get into any of this addiction when something happened and there is a trigger. So what happened? We suppress that feeling or emotion back into our mind, but it doesn't go away. He sinks into the subconscious mind. And sometimes something happening comes up, and then we become panicked and we push it down. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to remember this. And we push it down. But it's going to come back again. Sometimes it comes back into addiction, into serious sickness. Sometimes that traumatic incident Emotion that was buried there come back to oh I feel pain here I feel pain in my back oh I have migraine headache oh I have the problem with my digestive issue happen all because too many years from childhood suppressing the emotion depressing yeah. the emotion so that is the way that when once I start working with the clients that is the goal. And when once we discover the cause, we start working on the cause and we are able to remove the symptom or stop the symptom. In the sense, I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't say that I treat this person or, you know, I cure this person. I just help the person to resolve the issue the person was having.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, you will probably really enjoy our other podcast, The Blessed Couple Podcast, where we talk about how to create a smashing marriage and experience God in the process. And yes, we talk a lot about sex. We have incredible guest speakers that I think you're gonna really love. All you have to do is search for Blessed Couple Podcast on your favorite podcast player, or just click the link in the description of this episode. Thanks, back to the show. I wanted to know, just go back a little bit and what drew you to hypnotherapy? Because obviously you're very passionate about it. What was the, the thing that brought you to hypnotherapy and why did you stay?
1: Yeah. So I had some health issues that I was trying to work on. One was overweight and another one was a diabetic issue. So in the back of my mind, there was this voice telling me you have to do meditation. And I'm working in the environment with the intellectually disabled population. That is a very stressful environment. And then I'm doing overnight. So I have to stay awake and then come back to the house, deal with the issues. So my stress level was too high. And when you have stress, there's a bad news because stress will, hormones, as you know, the cortisol, will start flourishing in your body and circulate all over. This is what caused the problem. So when I got this inspiration, you need to meditate. I keep ignoring. So one day I walk into Bonneville and then I look on the shelf and I saw this book by Joe Dispenza, Becoming Supernatural. And I said, well, this looks interesting, becoming supernatural. How can I become supernatural? So I bought the book and I came back and I read the book. The book changed my life because Dr. Joseph Dispenser is very famous in his approach of training people to use meditation to resolve any issue, any medical issue that nothing was able to resolve. People come to his workshop and they go back. Some, the issues or the problem are solved in the workshop or in the seminar. Some, the issues are resolved when they go back and practice and practice and practice <laughs> so, I started doing meditation, and things start changing. I start losing weight. I started feeling good, light about myself. Later on, I discovered that because my question was, how do Dr. Joe Dispenser has this type of energy, power to conduct this seminar? People are healed. What is the real source? Is this just meditation? So I found that he did study hypnosis. So I found the institution he went to study, and then he studied in Atlanta, Georgia, but then the institution closed there. So the main campus is in California. So I said, no, I need to enroll. I need to keep going to find what is it. So I enrolled and I started studying. And it really opened my mind. One thing that it opened my mind to was, this is very important. When Father Sun Moon was alive, every time we meet him, he talks about mind and body unity. But I didn't have any understanding of what he was talking about until I studied hypnosis. When I study hypnosis, I come to understand the importance of mind and body unity. And the ability for us to quiet our mind, to become calm when we do meditation in order for our issue to be discovered and to be resolved. For the divine, for God to walk through our mind, through our body, through our soul, through our spirit to change us. So that is when I become so interested in hypnosis. And then after that, I have used it in helping so many people, like people having problems. I have people with anxiety. There was one client that I treated. He took medication for 20 years. He gave up on medication. He decided he was looking for different alternatives until he found me. I worked with him. He was a faithful student for six months. Every week we meet and we talk and use him hypnosis. Finally, when I met him he didn't like to walk. Didn't say he had walk because people take money from him and people don't pay him well. He just liked to be sleeping. He lost his girlfriend, he lost his guy, moved back to live with his mom. And things were every time depressing, but most of the time we meet, I just walk with him with a subconscious mind. And he keep giving different tools like the emotion freedom techniques, method of tapping, were called tapping, you know, different methods. One thing in hypnosis is that we are free to use different modalities. It's not just one thing, because there are so many modalities that have been developed, proven to be helpful in resolving issues. So some people may like this type of mobility. Some people may not like this. Some people like this and you use and it is able to resolve. So it's, uh, what with people, I, I mean, I had one second generation also who was struggling with pornography pornography emancipation and he came and he talked with me and I walked with him and for three weeks. And the fourth week, I asked him, how is this issue of pornography? He said, I don't have that issue anymore. This is something he was struggling from. He's almost 20 or 29 years now, something he was struggling from in high school. And nobody knew that he went into drugs, he went into pornography, and the parents didn't know. Nobody knew. So I believe maybe he has met other therapies. I didn't ask him if he disclosed that to other therapies, which I believe he did not. So until he met me, we have that rapport. You know, you build the rapport with your clients for your clients to trust you, for them to reveal their deepest secret. And one thing is to congratulate somebody who are struggling with this pornography to come and sit, just to sit with you and tell you, this is my
0: problem. Mm.
1: That is the biggest step. This is my problem. Can you help me? That is the biggest step. And if you just take with me, don't give up. I will help you until you overcome your issues
0: and completely
1: change your life.
0: Yeah, I'm sure of it. When somebody goes through the process of hypnotherapy and they've identified their problems. So in this case, let's talk about people with porn addiction. They come to you, they say, I have porn addiction. But now you need to feed them with positive suggestions. What does that look like? Is it just the antithesis like you are no longer addicted to porn? Or is it more like affirmations like I deal with my emotions in a healthy way? Or what does that look like? Well, one thing I
1: can give you suggestions. So I can suggest anything to you. So I talk with you, with my clients, as I talk with them, they start bringing up some words. They start using the words that is their subconscious mind will accept. So I write those words down. I'm no longer interested in this pornography. It comes from you. I'm not the one telling you, you should not be interested in this. So as we talk, you can, oh yeah, I discover another source of happiness. I discovered that if I do this, maybe exercise or meditation or do these things or do that or join a group that is like the people dealing with alcohol or join alcohol and animals. So if I do this thing, this thing is going to help me. So then based on the word that I'm hearing from my clients, I use those words. We use those words during the hypnosis to frame those words because those are your words and give it back to you. So the word didn't come from me, but it came from your subconscious mind. So when I take it, give it back to you, your subconscious mind accepts. So those are not my suggestion, they are your suggestion. But now I give it to you and you will accept it because it came from you. So once you accept it, then you start every time to practice to repeat it. Now it start taking root in your subconscious mind, and then it start bearing the fruit that you want. So that's the processes. The hypnotherapy session is divided into mostly two or three parts. The first part is we call induction, where we try to prepare your body, your mind to start going. And before the induction is the process of cognitive discussion where we just sit and talk. So based on the information gathered during the cognitive level, and then I use it when you are in the states of hypnosis, I feed your subconscious mind with those information that came from you. So that becomes more active than me forming my own words or forming my own suggestion and giving to you. So some people would reject that because it didn't come from them.
0: Yeah. Not in there. It doesn't sound like them. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And so where can people find you? We'll have your information in the show notes, but if you could just let people know how they can find you, what's the best place to reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So I have my website, the first name is C-I-S-I-E at Akpan, Akpan, hypnotherapies.com. So if you go to my website, there is the free consultation page on top that you go there and you fill the information and then you just put submit. When you submit, it, it comes through my email. And when it comes through my email immediately, I will reply the person and then we fix the free phone or the first free consultation where we discuss the issue. And then the second session is based on doing the discussion to find out the root cause and then to go into hypnosis. So the free consultation will make me to be able to either do some research in what is the presenting issue and then get all my materials ready and get everything ready for when we meet again. And the first session is always interesting. It takes about two hours in the first session because we discuss a lot of things. And then based on that, we go deeply into the hypnosis. Just the first time, people have good experience.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm sure many people will be very interested. Sorry.
1: Yeah, also my phone number is there. If you don't have time to fill the form, you just can text me. Yes, so my phone number is there eight four five three eight nine nine four seven two. So you can just text me and then once I get the text message, I call you back and then we go through different things that we need to know.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Do you have anything that you feel like we didn't cover that you want people to know about? Hypnosis, just to wrap up? Yeah,
1: I mean, as I said, hypnosis has been scientifically proven to solve many medical issues. In my institution that I study is hypnosis.edu. If you go there, you can search for the white paper. It's called white paper for hypnosis uh, experiment or scientific experiment. So once you type in white paper, it was written by Brooks, who's a graduate from Harvard University. He did a lot of research and came up with this document showing how many things that are scientifically proven hypnosis is useful. Also recently, there's this doctor in Stanford University, Dr. David, I think is a spy girl, He's in Stanford University. His parents worked with hypnosis they're a medical doctor. So he also is a medical doctor and he became interested in hypnosis right there from childhood. So he has a lot of information recently that was interviewed with the professor that he has interviewed with and that it is a good information. So there's a lot of scientific backup for hypnosis. So it's not just something that has not been scientifically proven. So I'm excited. I'm happy. Also, people worried about the hypnosis having side effects. The hypnosis is the most natural way of resolving any health issue without any side effect. There is no side effect. All the clients I met, they go, they come back. They never after hypnosis session called me and said, oh, yeah, I had this problem that I didn't have after and before hypnosis. Nobody has called me and told me that. Hypnosis has no side effect. It's the the most natural way of being able to heal your body without medication.
0: Wonderful. I want to thank you for coming on. And I'm positive people will reach out because, to be honest, I just started some myself. And it's for sleep. It's been extremely helpful for my sleep. I've had night wakings for quite some time and it's been pretty remarkable. So, I know it's got a long-standing tradition of working and you have such a great heart towards this and so he wanted to extend an invitation to everybody out there, especially anybody in our community. He wants to help with high noon stuff. So, reach out to him, use him as a very valuable resource in addition to all the work that you're doing. So, thank you, brother Easy Akbar, for, for coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on and sharing your wisdom with us.
1: Thank you, Brother Andrew. (laughs) Love. I appreciate you welcoming me into your community. And I really want to help anybody who needs help. And this is God's love for every one of us. He loves his children. He wants his children to be healed. He doesn't want his children to go through the suffering they are going through. So I'm really ready for God to use me in helping anybody who needs help. Thank you very much. I
0: appreciate it. Thank you. Hey everybody, Andrew Love here. And I just wanted to let you know that we have completely revamped our offering known as the Ascend program. Now, if you've been with us for a while, you know that the Ascend program has been our flagship porn recovery program for years. And we've added a lot of content, we've tweaked things here and there, but recently we've completely done an overhaul in terms of our approach to recovery. And here's why. You see, originally we tried to appeal to everybody and we just let everybody come in. Anybody who said that they wanted to tackle porn, we just let them join. And there's a very low barrier of entry. But what we found was that a lot of people who thought they were ready to tackle their porn addiction or who kind of wanted to, they didn't always show up in the best way. And they, in many cases, brought the group dynamic down. And so what we've done is we've made the barrier of entry a little higher. And in turn, we've made our offering much more powerful. Let me explain. So when you sign up now, there is a small fee for everybody to sign up, but you get that money back once you finish that quarter. It's in kind of an escrow as a challenge for you to take your time more seriously, because if you put money into something and you're only gonna get it back out if you really try, if you really attend your classes, if you really do all the work, then guess what? Your motivation to do that work is much higher. So that's the first thing. Second thing is we are, of course, offering our weekly call groups as a part of the Ascend program. So you'll have your group that you meet with every single week, and that's super important. But in addition to that, you're going to get daily accountability. You'll be able to message with somebody every single day in order to stay on track with your North Star goal. And more than that, every quarter you get two one-on-one calls with a High Noon staff. That is a one-on-one call where we do a deep dive into where you're at and where you're going. And we help you to diagnose precisely what actions will be most useful for your time, for your energy, so that you can get the biggest results for your energy spent. So we are doing our best here at Island to make sure that you grow the most in the shortest amount of time, It's all a part of our new roadmap that we've created. Anyway, we've been doing this for a while, but we're always getting better and better. And this quarter, the first quarter in 2023 is going to be monumental. So please sign up for this Ascend program. Take it super seriously and just watch what happens. Watch how your life transforms in a short period of time.